train. It's a sword of power, sword of power, dragon and earth, soaring through the sky. Spread your wings. Super. Vegeta was very sad, and he was treated very unfairly. Will he be less sad? Is it wrong to give him a hug? Find out this week on Fallen Out Super. It's crazy that they gave him a moment of humanity in the series and then just never acknowledged it ever again. <laughs> <laughs> I think it was like a real funeral in that uh, he died, and they immediately whitewashed his past. <laughs> and just, wow. Everyone all of a sudden is just like, he was a great man. <laughs> Look, yeah. if you have to talk shit about Vegeta, you just not today, okay? <laughs> I don't want anybody posting about Vegeta for at least a week. I just love hey, that they, the things d- they do. That he's done for this community. They did like a, <laughs> like a, a life flashing before his eyes thing, and it's all just him being like doing genocide with his dad. <laughs> <laughs> just yeah. like marching a race of aliens into like a I flaming mean, house I have a making lot them dig their own graves to say about that but we're not even we're not even close to there yeah. yet. we're not even there yet honey no we're Start not there the yet show. hi no. folks welcome back to balling out super, super. turkey day edition <laughs> i'm your host uh Jeremy Turkey Hammond with me as always are my co-host Katie Turkey Leon. I brought the canned cheap cranberry sauce shaped like a can. Deal with it. It's my favorite thing. And Alex Turkey Patak. Uh-oh, the head gobbler's here, ready to serve up some podcast. <laughs> Get out your carving knife. I got a big chunk for you right here. It's about 60 minutes. I, You should beg our true President Trump for a pardon because you're such a jive-talking turkey. Oh, okay. yes, okay. Katie, she's doing it. She's doing it. <laughs> <laughs> I walked right into that one, and I am ready for the chopping block. Welcome to our new segment, Jive Katie. (laughs) (laughs) I'm ready to make a million dollars. Let's go. (laughs) How much do you think it costs to license the, the, the baseline from Staying Alive? Probably a lot since it was a major motion picture. How rich I could think we at, get? At 500 <laughs> subscribers, we will <laughs> we will copyright the baseline from staying alive and fight them in court over it <laughs> for, for $2,000 a month. We will lose our homes. <laughs> oh, <shit. clears throat> oh boy! Well, how's it oh. going, everybody? We all excited for Thanksgiving? No. Gobble gobble. <laughs> Gobble gobble! What are we doing, Katie? You're going well, to 
You're going to Tiny Boy no, Friends, No, I'm right? not doing anything oh, because nice. of COVID. So I'm staying home with my vegetarian roommates. So, <laughs> Are you going to like order anything or anything? We're going to cook some stuff. I did ask Matt to like, I'm sorry, Tiny I say his name on it. I don't know. Yeah, you my said brain. I, I woke up from a nap to watch <laughs> Who Ball. is this tiny boyfriend? Find out uh, on the I, other 100 episodes we've talked about it. Yeah, I don't know why I stopped. It's because I tried not to say his name on the Two Minutes podcast because those guys were actual psychos. Oh yeah, those I, people are psychos. Yeah. You can't say oh, anything not, identifying they want you on that all show. for themselves, Katie. You gotta I, keep well, his name out of your mouth. You, you, you're laughing, but I got stalked several times off of the Two Minutes podcast in like legitimately scary ways. Because fans of that show were fucking they deranged. Were psych- Goes. Rock and roll like, has to stop. <laughs> <laughs> but anyway, I uh, I begged him to bring me like a plate of antipasta and like leave it on the stoop for me on his way back or something. <laughs> I'm like, you can't just eat now, like you sad. Two, you two may be too Italian to see what I'm talking about here, but uh, aren't you? Weren't you surprised that antipasta wasn't the opposite of pasta? No, because I found out what it was when I was like four, but I can see how that's confusing. Yeah, it makes sense. And if anything, it feels like it should be like if you were like it like should nerds be nerds rope. It should be like after would be pasta. pasta. It would be like after <laughs> pasta. It would be like the dessert should be anti pasta. Post pasta. Yeah. Yeah. I would understand if there was a candy called Bizarro pasta <laughs> that we all knew about, but no, it does confuse me. It's another misleading word from the boot. (laughs) (laughs) Anyway. Mamma mia. Mamma mia. Anyway. I have some kind of illness. I think I have the deadly coronavirus. This is the last time any of you will hear from me. Dude, my boss has it. Are you serious, Buried in my grave. Yes. Well, I don't know what I have. I have some kind of terrible, mild disease, but it could be anything. Yeah, I mean, I always get sick this time of year, but I know for sure I don't have corona because if I had that, I would die. <laughs> yeah, this is a powerful mm. time of year for the um, uh, for the nervous Jew. You know, yes. this is this mm. is a very special time for us because like every single year I get sick around this time. And, I, and yeah. this is going to be the year where I'm just like every day I'm like, maybe this is the day I have it. Yeah, well, the so type like- of sickness I get this time of year is a cough and I have it right mm-hmm. now. And I'm like, this is it. It's the big Yikes. one. Oh, I get um, I get like a dry throat in the morning because like mm-hmm. I don't turn on like a you know humidifier or nothing like that. So I'll wake up with the dry throat and I'll be like, "Well, here we go, Jeremy. <laughs> this is it. <laughs> That's it for you. We got it's the vid, curtains, beloved. <laughs> Call me Kid Vid from the Burger Much King like how Kids witches. Club. <laughs> Call me Kid Vid. <laughs> what? Because okay. it's curtains for me, love. Okay. Um, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, um, much like how witches become more powerful uh, under an equinox or eclipse, so too do uh, nervous Jews uh, During corona. become more weak around Thanksgiving. I, uh, yeah, my dad has been more powerful than he ever has been before in the sense that he has been blowing up my phone every week to have the same exact conversation about, like, if he felt a slight breeze, how he's going to die. He- <laughs> He also called my mom uh, this week to ask if I'm a lesbian. Whoa. <laughs> okay. Taking the back channels. So I was my first time seeing Katie's haircut. I just thought I'd ask about our daughter. Hey, quick question. <laughs> that's, that's the kind of week 
like I'm having everyone, if you're wondering. I've been busy for 30 years or so. Just quick question. Yeah, yes. I've been here every, for 20 years. Every more. I've been here for more than 20 every years. Every person I tell about this has the same re- reaction where there's a pause and they just start laughing until they black out because they're like, there's so much in that with so little said. Oh god. It's like a it's like a baby shoes never worn. Yep. <laughs> the saddest story ever told is my daughter a lesbian. Real quick, colon, is Katie a lesbian? What's the word economy on that? God bless my mom like though. She she cuz she called me to tell me about it and she goes, "I just said, so what if she is?" <laughs> Owned. She's thirty. Divorce victory. I, I just said, I don't know, something like that. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's the thing. He didn't say it to me. He said it to her. Yeah. Right. Right. When I think the real conversation is, is she magical? Does she have magical powers? Yes. Is she a witch? I. Yes. I also am wondering that. <laughs> is Katie practicing paganism? This is the step we're on. It's twenty twenty. These are my last weeks. I want to <laughs> behold the magic. I've recorded so many podcasts since I got sick. I think this is my third podcast since I got sick. God damn. I'm sorry, Alex. That There's sucks. only more I, like, podcasting can't think to do. I'm just oversharing and shit. It's no good. <laughs> Maybe I'm just picking up on your vibe. Because, yeah, like I said, I fell asleep in the middle of the day, and now I'm here. And I Me think we're- too. I'm Dude, doing, what if that's? I'm doing behind the paywall content on Maine, so I don't know. <laughs> what if that's how this ends, though? What if like that's the end of Balling Out? Is like because we can never figure out how to end the show because there's always more to watch, and then we finally we finally got fucked by the government, so we had to actually go and make this a business, and then we finally are done making it a business, and then you guys both dropped it. <laughs> Yeah, the only way out is, is the void. And then you stick me with it, and I'm just stuck with this three-person <laughs> LLC. <laughs> trying hey, to talk the government out of fucking murdering me for doing tax fraud. That is exactly what would happen. You know that's what's going to happen. <laughs> me and my newborn premature baby. <laughs> You're doing the intro by yourself, asking just Mo how she got off, into fighting anime. Fighting off the IRS with a fucking, like, a stool. <laughs> like a, like, like a, a lion, lion tamer. tamer. <laughs> <laughs> oh man you'll love to see it uh, hey did you guys ever how, oh you know what speaking of covid and uh the void um you know who died of this disease and maybe everybody knows this but you know roy from siegfried and roy died i did not know that <laughs> i mean he, he, i thought he died out a with while lions ago. All this yeah time. i thought he was i thought he was dead for a long time yeah he died in march of covid <laughs> This man handled and probably abused lions for like well, seventy years. Well, he famously years. got he famously got attacked by, by the tiger. A, yeah. By a tiger, yeah. Or was, was it, it him Siegfried? or Siegfried who got Which attacked? One I just you know. <laughs> I see our twins. <laughs> twins. You know how inspirational that two gay tiger tamers found each other in this world. <laughs> That's so funny you say that. I was about to be like, how much pussy you think they got, bro? <laughs> Off of their white ass tigers. How many women were like, ooh, two boys with the cats? Uh, Mommy, like. (laughs) Me calling up Alex, being like, Alex, are Siegfried and Roy lesbians? (laughs) (laughs) How funny would it be if they they met at like a Las Vegas speed dating event 
and they're like they're like uh Hello, like, so what are you I am an extremely European gay tiger tamer. Oh, well, wait, wait, wait. So they sit down together. They're like, they're like, yeah. So I'm extremely gay and European. Uh, so what, <laughs> yeah, what, are yeah, your, yeah. what are your hobbies? And the other one's like, white tigers. Oh, I like to make white tigers disappear. And he's like, Yo, no, Kim, no, no, no. <laughs> oh, nine, no way. That's all I do. All I do is hide the cats. I get them and I make them go away. That's what I do. <laughs> what did you write on your card, your fact card about yourself? Is cats? That's what I wrote too. <laughs> do you have any I, long capes? I'm just saying this out loud to the listeners and people who feel like they're they're too weird. It's like there is really someone or multiple someones for everybody. So absolutely, you know. find your Siegfried. <laughs> abuse animals across America for 60 years. That's, listen, that is progress. It used to be just the straight man could abuse animals. Now everybody can. Dude, good lord. owned it. Siegfried is 81. Yeah, they're old as shit. Yeah, I didn't think that old, though. I thought like maybe like 60, something like that. They were like 40 in the 90s. (laughs) Good lord. They got the body of a 39-year-old. Because well, I mean, if you're a Siegfried and Roy, you're doing sit-ups all the time too. You have to. You have to stay away from the cats. <laughs> Do you know how limber cats are? I mean, I don't want to go on a rant here. Here's the question: When we have to pivot to be like a cheesy Las Vegas sideshow, what does that look like? Uh, when we do our residency as like the balling out Las Vegas show, yeah, well, we what all get balling. What's balling out Vegas? <laughs> we all get super fat, obviously, because we're eating the the uh, hotel uh, buffet every day. Mm. Not me. I'm cleaning it up. I'm getting abs. I'm get moving to the Luxor. You don't, move to, you don't do a Vegas residency and get in shape. That's Carrot Top's the only one who's ever done it. I think I'm going to no. get a Coke habit, though. Yeah, yeah I feel Coke, like I'd want to pick up some us. sort of a Coke habit. Katie, yeah. Me and Katie are going to go real deep in the snow. <laughs> and we're going to yeah. play around in there. And I think Even I'm going to like desert. lose my mind and end up engaged to like some dude in a snakeskin jacket named like Dallas. <laughs> oh, that's fun. Dallas I'm, is a good man's name. Yeah, except, I feel like I do like a like an amazing Jonathan. How little money <laughs> super makes and he leaves me at the Elvis altar. <laughs> but what I thought you were show, rich off Toei cash. But what would the show actually look like? So I think we do the. You have to do a consistent show. Yes, it's the same one every it's the night. Same show every night. Yeah. So I think well, we'd probably want to watch. I mean, I think if we wanted to have a good show, we would watch uh, Super Broly every oh, okay. every night. Uh, if we wanted to have a more on brand show, that would actually be more like in the spirit of Balling Out. I feel like we'd watch Dragon Ball Evolution every night. Oh yeah, cool. Because you want to entertain the like fat tourists and stuff yes. too. And our misery clearly is what sells. Like oh, us being yeah. like right. super Broly rules is not what anybody wants to hear. No, they they want to hear that us be like sad who, clown shit. <laughs> who made this hey, movie? Why is this, this? here? <laughs> we work out a routine, so we have like stingers that we walk into katie what do you think about this scene and then uh, you have like a prop you have like yeah. you let a bird out of a cage or something <laughs> yeah like, we have squawks! we have extremely choreographed banter that like we're so phoned in that it's not natural anymore it's yeah. like 
what what's up with you oh alex is wearing a cookie monster hat that is outrageous <laughs> wow <laughs> crazy alex, uh... right folks <laughs> <laughs> they're oh, wearing wow, their we're... cookie monster hats yeah. i'm pointing at my cookie they're like monster but they're hat. like blinking they're, they have like blinking lights on their cookie monster hats. oh we're in the big theater okay we're doing yeah all we're right. in a big theater we're not... oh we're a big success in this scenario <laughs> yeah of course <laughs> Um, I was thinking we would just end up at like Circus Circus or some shit. Like. We've all switched no. to uh, no Circus Circus is the one where they have like shooting matches now. <laughs> Main <laughs> show the other day they had like a big soul. like shootout at Circus Circus. I don't um, know. I, don't I was know. thinking that we switch over to um, we finally upgrade our microphones for the show and we get like headset ones so oh, that yeah. we can like <laughs> run around the stage independently yeah. of one another and like go up to the front of the stage and be like. Katie's corner. <laughs> Hands Katie's, on hips. Katie's corner. Oh, it's not like anyone can see this video. <laughs> no uh, one, I, I can see it. I think it's very funny, Katie. Katie's corner. I feel like Goku would be really into the buffet. Oh, free coupons for the first person that raises their hand. And they have like a little cannon. What? Alex is throwing another cookie monster hat into the crowd. <laughs> <laughs> And then they all bring their own cookies, and we all eat the cookies. Yeah, people start gifting you cookies. That's like a big part of the show. And then there's like, like a weird sexy dance number of like, we just stand there and the dancers are around us dressed up as like topless Goku or whatever. Oh, well, they're wearing those like pearl, uh, like leotard things, but the pearls are all little dragon balls. Great. Yeah, beautiful. It's going to be hard staying skinny with all the cookies, and that's where I developed my eating disorder. This is what I was going to yeah. say, is because this is like 30 <laughs> years down the line, and we're like old and whatever. You already have diabetes. So a that's big right. part of this is that uh, like the, the cookie gifts are like fans coming up to you with like special diabetic cookies. Oh, that's Ooh. so nice of them. That's really nice of them, yeah. Uh, this is just And I'm an like aside. a bitch by then, too. <laughs> I slap them out of their hand. They go, who the fuck are you? Because <laughs> you also have a big I'm drinking problem. <laughs> you can talk to if me. If you really I'm listen to this show, top. if you listen to this show, you'd know I don't eat oatmeal raisin. <laughs> Alex, stop! We just have four more shows to get through the night. Stop. Oh no, I've You're checked drinking. out. I've checked out. You I don't. I don't try to stop away. him anymore. I go straight home to my like crazy, amazing Jonathan home drive-in theater thing. <laughs> I officiated David Letterman's funeral. <laughs> You're gonna give me a snack? <laughs> and I also keep asking people to punch me, like. Uh, like that fucking guy, <laughs> like that you, yeah, Mister Magic Man. Yo, Mister Magic Man, ooh, punch me, punch me! I'm the Magic Man. Oh, like oh, uh, I died. David Copperfield or whatever. No, the one who went. You went Chris over Angel. Niagara in a barrel. Chris Angel. No, David Blaine. <laughs> the classical Magic Man. Punch me, I'm the oh, magic Harry man, Houdini? and I die. Yeah, that one. The old one. You got to say, like, old. He's buried here, by the way. Did you know that? In your apartment? In Ridgewood. <laughs> in the Ridgewood Cemetery. He's he, That's where his grave is. Which I'm Ridgewood actually, Cemetery? I'm, the one, I actually sleep in um, his coffin. The one over by the uh, aqueduct. Oh, okay. Or not the aqueduct. Oh, uh, what do you call that? The um, giant... There's reservoir. no parks here, but we yeah, have lots of graveyards. So and we have a big reservoir that we don't need anymore because you know we get our water from upstate. 
Welcome to Ridgewood Facts. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, last week we talked at, at length about uh, Lucy's, the Vietnamese restaurant in the neighborhood. It's great. Mm. This week we're going to talk good. about the Ridgewood Reservoir, which again is call... not necessary. They could drain it and turn it into a park. There's also Can I just a... say you have, you oh. have a great cemetery? That's all I wanted to say. Oh, well, Thanks. Harry Houdini's buried there, like I said, and a bunch of like strange uh, magic perverts go there every year on Harry Houdini's birthday. I shot a sketch there once. <laughs> Which one? It was with Anya Voles. I wasn't in charge. Uh, they just needed bodies. Mm. But they're and in I the was ground. A warm chunk of flesh. <laughs> and with Rachel Sennett, but I'm not on TV now. <clears throat> No, I'm not on TV. I'm dying of the novel <laughs> coronavirus. If I knew being hot on the internet was going to be a successful career move, I probably should have tried to monetize that while I was still in my 20s. Oh, wait. <laughs> this is... um. Hey, you absolutely should have. Yeah, uh, I really fucked up. But it wasn't... The thing is, the infrastructure wasn't really there back then. Yeah, it was different. Like, you would have been one of those weird, uh, like, early cam girls who, like... You'd be a suicide girl. No, Probably. no, too no. late for a suicide girl. Uh, you would have been, like, an early cam girl who, like, lives in... Like, you remember they did, like, the cam girl mansion thing and whatever? Yeah. Like, you'd be one I of would them. Be, yeah, I'd be, like, dressed like a, like a, a Nico Gato, meow, meow, and I'd yeah. be, like, with the other... Uh-huh. Yeah, <laughs> and then now you'd be like Portland a apartment. <laughs> but the thing is, all those girls from back then, they're all like, you know, dental hygienists and stuff now. Like yeah. they didn't do it when, you know, the, now you can become like a, you can retire. Right, you can just money. be hot professionally. Yeah. Right. You can make enough um, money and then retire. But no, those girls are all dental hygienists. <laughs> oh, very important illness fact. This is a tangent. I only <laughs> started update. feeling sick. <laughs> Illness update. I only started feeling sick after I recorded a front-facing video Mm. off the advice of James Austin Johnson. So don't take his word for it. You'll get sick. It's not worth it. Not worth it. Get sick if you do it. Sure, you'll get some retweets from people who some of them are mean and then other ones are nice. Hey, it got it got numbers. It's pretty well. I I thought it was funny. It's pretty funny. I liked when you asked. AOC to play video games with your wife. <laughs> That's true. That came from a real place. Um, what I liked about it is uh, it took around 15 minutes to make as mm-hmm. opposed to um, my Hours 100 pages or, of yeah. radio play podcast that I'm working on, which I think like a 100th of people will experience. Yeah. See, this is this is where you've gone wrong, Alex. Is uh, You want to take less time to make stuff over you know like you want to you want to make things more efficient you're so right you're so like right. this already takes too long the front facing is great because you're done in two seconds and then you've got it you got yourself a viral hit this i is, need more ideas this is need like, more cam ideas this is what the pitch meeting for qb was right <laughs> like, uh, yeah absolutely <laughs> they're like you know how podcasts take too long <laughs> real quick i am dying of a virus uh what else what else what else <laughs> Do you ever see that? Coo- I only saw one QB, and it was the one where I have where never. I don't it was even. The guy with the gold I've hands. never interacted with it at all. Yeah, I have no idea what he. Even oh, you know like. what? I did see that though. I saw it on yeah. Twitter though. Yeah, that's how I saw it. What the fuck it was, was it? He had golden hands, and he was sad. And it wasn't a comedy though. It was like supposed to be a drama. 
but oh, it, it's only lot, 30 though. seconds. It's hard to have a drama in 30 seconds. You can have a horror in 30 seconds. I just if you like, have a screaming girl at the end. Yeah, I guess. I just don't know how they were shocked that that platform failed. <laughs> um, Here's the real question about, is it Quibi or is it Quibi? I have no Quibi, idea. Quibi, right? I've been saying Quibi. I've heard people saying QB, and I'm like, do they not know how to read, or do I not know how to read? But aside from that, um, do you think it was a genuine attempt at making a platform, or do you think it was like hustlers hustling at the highest levels? No, I think it was genuine capitalism being like, people love media, and all these stars are at our fingertips, but kids only want to watch the fucking zoomy zoom zooms, so we got to make one that's only super short, and it's like, wow, hiring professionals. How do I get the neon cat to fly on cash? Yeah, exactly. And then uh, everyone's like, hi, we actually still like TV shows. We just want to stream them instead of watching them on basic cable. Yeah. And they're like, I got oh. chocolate rain on the line. He says he only has five minutes a day. <laughs> we gave a contract to Left Shark. <laughs> He's just dancing around. He's a shark. You can't even hear him. I don't know what to do with it. Can't put him on a podcast. Oh, but how yeah, funny Katie would it be Perry though? On if, like, a podcast, no one wants to hear that. You want to look at a body. She's a teen. She's eternally a teen. <laughs> That's why she's dancing next to a shark. The shark smells her youth. <laughs> Did you guys like that Super Bowl show? I always loved the Super Bowl shows. I loved the last oh, yeah, one. I, I love, love them all. I, I pretty much every one of them except for there was like the one that really blew. That was like um, Coldplay. No, Black Eyed Peas was a really bad one, as I recall. I don't know. I find most of them pretty bad. Uh, and I love Pop Spectacle. Yeah, it's there was like like the Bruno Mars one was really good. I remember I enjoyed Bruno Mars. I enjoyed um, Shakira a lot. I, just I think she has a lot to offer. That one we watched at your place where it was JT and he's like, "I'm a cowboy now because America's becoming conservative." And I was like, <laughs> "Oh, I remember that." <laughs> it was his Lost in the Woods album. Yes, yeah, yes, yes, he yes. He was yes. like, you know what? I sucked Timberland dry, and now I am. Here. <laughs> yeah, what a pathetic man. <laughs> yeah. But the thing I... about cowboy theme is it's good because if you get too conservative, you can pivot your Brokeback Mountain now. The liberals love you again. I just. That was the year of like a push on Americana on all fronts. And I was mm-hmm. like, oh, nothing good could come of this. And guess what? I was right. Yep. <laughs> I'm you can always You always know what's going to happen next. <laughs> <laughs> There's nothing good. Nothing JT good. JT is at the forefront. <laughs> Nothing good starts with a banjo. Rem- <laughs> what about okay. what about when the jug gets a blowin'? That's more of like, like a that. deliverance scenario. Ho 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 I'm not going to do it here cuz it is just stolen from the uh Super Ego podcast, but I've been doing a lot of like country singer improvising around my house when I make food. Like what? I think partially this is just like my brain not working correctly due to the novel coronavirus, but um, I'll be making eggs and I'll be like, eggs are sitting in a pan and I'm waiting for me to fry them. Can't wait till my baby gets home. To see my eggs and die them, we're talking eggs. Alyssa I really good. hates it. You got to do like, um, like the pop country thing would be to be like, uh, uh, like 
got some eggs. Some simple eggs. Like, you gotta like, talk about them like they're like, like this is just some classic American eggs. <laughs> I got these eggs from the boys down the road. He just came back from Iraq. Now I cook these eggs every day because I don't know when he comes back. She's a good girl. <laughs> Wearing shorts on a tractor. Yeah, that kind of bullshit. There we go. I yeah. also really love, uh, I do have a secret love of like very cheesy 90s uh, like power ballad stuff and there's a lot of country in there because that mm. was really big. I keep singing I live without you now that you oh, yes. you know. <laughs> it's so good. <laughs> I am Who was tired. That? Who is that? It was Leanne Rhymes, I believe. Oh. Well there was Leanne Rhymes and there was Faith Hill. They had the same song in Leanne Rhymes which is kind of like go fuck yourself Faith Hill. <laughs> <laughs> Why don't you go fuck yourself trying to steal my ballad? Ballads come in arcs because the 70s had a lot of ballads too. Like all the popular songs yeah. of the radio in 1970s were like seven minute long sad songs. Yeah, I uh, I have a playlist called Upset Women of the 70s. <laughs> <laughs> it's all just like, I was ugly, no one liked me, and now I have long brown hair. It's just like... <laughs> I, I watched that Dolly Parton <laughs> thing on Netflix. Dolly Parton has a song about being a cockney popper. Dude, that show <laughs> like, sucks so bad. It's so bad. It was like a top radio hit. That was just like, I need some porridge for me bowl. Won't you put it in Dolly's bowl? <laughs> See, like I was, barely I mean, rhymes. I was formulating a theory today, uh, speaking of these like waves of music and whatever, that like there's this strange thing that happens where like when government gets more um like I like culture runs, I guess, opposite of of government, right? And and I was thinking about how like conservative everything was in the eighties politically, and then how gay all the music was. Yeah, mm, it's very interesting. interesting, but it's like, but it's counter to it in the wrong way. So it's like, it's like music runs counter to government, but they're always confronting the issue that government isn't confronting at the time. Right, so right. It's like in the eighties, in the eighties, they're not like going up against like austerity and like the way that like you know the the world is globalizing in a way that's going to like you know destroy the working class for every you know western country it's they're just like what if we was gay and goth well <laughs> you're generalizing cuz a lot of you're it was straight people stealing from gay culture because sure, that's yeah. like I'm where the gay specifically good thinking music. of um, cuz you're just saying the cure right now I'm thinking and of, like uh, Boy no, I'm thinking of soft cell soft I'm cell jukebox well, yeah. hero well, is it soft cell the what are they called the the tainted love yeah, no, that's soft sell. Um, well, that was that. All that goth stuff was really gay, and it's weird mm-hmm. that it got mainstream. Um, uh, and I think a lot of the, it was from jolly I, old. I hate mm-hmm. to be this bitch, but at the time, being openly Katie. queer was a radical thing because they oh, sure. were killing Katie. the gay Absolutely, community. absolutely, Katie. Yeah. No, I, I. That's but not yeah, what I'm also, saying. What I'm saying is like. What I'm saying is that like art is is uh, uh, useless. Stupid? Yeah, art is bad. <laughs> what I'm saying I'm just... is that art is uh, never confronting what is valuable to confront at the time. <laughs> oh, 
Oh, yeah. I think it's the rebellion I... of the soul. Oh, my honey's brought me noodles. I love art, and it's completely useless. It doesn't mm-hmm. say anything. Anyone who tells you it does is full of shit. Absolutely. I told this soft boy trying to, like, woo me once that I, I was like, poetry is for fucking dweebs, and he got so upset. Absolutely. <laughs> just... What has Walt Whitman changed? Tell me. What has there, Walt Whitman changed? There's a fucking Walt Whitman mall on Long Island. They like, named a mall after the man who wrote Leaves of Grass. Fuck off. Yeah. All right. Literally... We've had enough of the STEM comedy hour here. Let's recap <laughs> Dragon Ball Z, shall we? Well, Go to school I for would, science. <laughs> but someone's shoving noodles in their mouth. Be an engineer. <laughs> I can shove noodles in my mouth silently behind the scenes and no one will know. That's just not true. We have had you eat food on the show multiple <laughs> times and we can hear it in the mic every time. We're all recording dinner time. <laughs> Here we go. We're doing an ad. Here, ready? I'm going to do a country song ad. Do it. You got $5 in your head, it off to the bank. Do, do. <laughs> Start it again. <laughs> what if instead you went to Patreon.com? Do, 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 do. My baby's got a short skirt and she likes to work it. Do, 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 do. <laughs> That reminds me of the deal you can get listening to a recap of the hit show G Gundam. I'm <laughs> doing do, 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 do. <laughs> now. I'm doing like a uh, stepping dance. Like I'm doing a grapevine. <laughs> <laughs> Look, it's gonna be tough to fit in the backtrack, but that's the ad. <laughs> <laughs> you paid for what you got. Do 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 do. do. All right, you guys ready to recap? Mm-hmm. Yes. Are you ready for this? Uh, Alex, what kind of noodles did you get? Sobani. We're just going to watch you eat it. Yeah. It's got sriracha on it. Sriracha, that's it? No, there's all kinds of stuff. I'd have to get Alyssa on the mic to really tell you about these hey, noodles. Hey, get Alyssa on the mic. Yeah. <laughs> uh, uh, honey, come tell them about the noodles. <laughs> honey, get on the mic and tell them about the noodles. I'm, I'm gonna, it's going to buy me 30 seconds to eat the noodles. I... No, you got to get no, on the mic. Either. You don't have to talk. We can't hear you if you're it. not on the mic is the problem. She said it's got peanuts. I heard that. Okay. All right. It's vegan. <clears throat> so, um... I didn't cover this in our illness talk, but uh, so what's going on with me is I'm getting a lot of nasal uh, drips, so I'm losing my voice. (laughs) Mm -hmm. So look forward to this. The title of this episode is Defeat Frieza Goku, The Tears of the Proud Saiyan Prince. Oh, yeah, that manly shit where you... Only cry in the rain so no one sees you cry. Not this bitch. He's crying outside in front of everyone. A real man only cries when another boy has the candy. <laughs> so we open yes. up to where we were left last week, which is Frieza choking out Vegeta with his tail. 
Oh, yeah, oh that's right. He punched him repeatedly in the kidney. He's punching him in the chest and kidneys. And Piccolo and the others just watch. Gohan seems like he's going to do something, and uh, Piccolo puts a hand on his shoulder and gives him a silent, like, just it's let it go. It's so funny. He's let like, it go. got his hand on his shoulder, he looks back, and he's shaking his head no. <laughs> it's just so It's. I mean, they really compromise between, like, not helping and not leaving. <laughs> or they just stay five feet away, like, gawking at it. Yeah, you could definitely like politely excuse yourselves. <laughs> I'm actually I'm gonna hit the John. <laughs> Keep wailing on that prince. Just realized I gotta take a piss. Yeah, I have a really dark memory of like my early days of comedy being cornered by the scene like creep that everybody knew was the scene creep outside an open mic in Portland and everyone walking into the venue, seeing what was going on, looking at me directly and continue to walk on. And that's like what this feels like. <laughs> like you're not going to say He's just licking anything? his fingers okay. and rubbing his rubbing them together. He just like had me in a corner making direct eye contact with me and was like talking my oh, head God. off and I was trying to like What do you think of George it. Carlin? <laughs> <laughs> kind of. Katie, uh, Katie, have you ever heard of Patrice O'Neill? <laughs> yeah. And they say he really spoke truth to power. <laughs> Anyone. But you can only do that with a mouth. Do you want to <laughs> see my gun? Uh, <laughs> meanwhile, Goku stands upon the Frieza Fortress and feels the wind in his sweet terraces. He, he stands there, and then there's a very expensive crane shot aerial view of... Him and then the Frieza Force and then Planet Namek and then we're in outer space and then it zooms all the way back in for him to be like, well, I guess it's time to go. <laughs> <laughs> I sense I shouldn't be hanging out in a field. We go back. Frieza's still kidney punching Jita. Uh, it's a good time had by all until his body goes limp and Frieza throws him into a wall with his tail. His nasty tail. Oh, and yeah. he's really having Adam this time because he turns him around with the with the gross tail and then starts hitting him in the front too. Like he's not just doing the kidneys anymore. I think no. those exploded. He's yeah. just having fun. He's exploring he's just his enjoying options. himself. Yeah, yeah. As dark as it is, it's nice to see him having fun out there. <laughs> Somebody's got to do it. Yeah, he knocks him onto the ground, and then Frieza comes over and does a classic Dragon Ball BDSM scene where he takes a rock on Vegeta's chest and. Puts his gross three-toed foot on it and shoves it into his wounds until it's just dust. And, you know, this isn't like a quick thing. It's on screen for like a full 30 seconds. <laughs> they could have given him some dialogue for that, in my opinion. He could have said something like, Feeties for sweeties, feeties for sweeties. He did have <laughs> Just some, fill the time. There was a lot of close-ups on that weird foot. Like yeah. longer than I'm I a cared. little foot slut. <laughs> <laughs> this was actually Quentin Tarantino's episode. Oh, that he makes only sense. directed one. That's right. What a shame! It seems all the fight is out of you. Time to die, Frieza says. Oh wait, never mind. Goku's here. <laughs> they make it seem like Goku's entrance is gonna stop Frieza. Like it makes it seem Frieza's like about to kill Vegeta, and they make it seem like Goku's gonna swoop in and come in between them. But what he does is just stand there. <laughs> well, he lands nearby authoritatively, and, uh, and it like, would he be makes, rude. Like, like air waves and it's pretty cool 
I mean, when you see airwaves like that, you don't want to kill a guy in that kind of situation. No, you want to be. You want to find out where those airwaves came from. Yeah, like it seemed like Frieza was gonna like Mortal Kombat him. It like seemed like he was gonna rip Vegeta's heart out, but uh, Goku how fun. then was just standing there. So you you simply have to just how fun. Get, if look. only if only this were that show. Yeah. <laughs> Alas. Uh, Goku rolls up to the scene and, uh, you know, classic Goku priorities. He goes, huh, I was right. It was Piccolo. (laughs) (laughs) Hey, you're not dead. That's pretty cool. (laughs) I was in a tank. I've just been (laughs) guessing for like hours. I've been doing (laughs) a lot of guessing. I was right some of the time. (laughs) <laughs> That's pretty cool. We should go to Vegas. <laughs> <laughs> Who would you? What would you do if you had a, a show in Vegas? I'd get a habit. Was my son here? <laughs> I'd get really into cocaine. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you know, he, he says hi to everybody. And, now I'm picturing Goku just doing like big fat Do lines it. and like pulling his head up and he's like, don't stop, don't stop. <laughs> I'm very into Goku yeah, having inane like- conversations <laughs> to music, actually. <laughs> <laughs> like they're all standing there and he's like, hey, you guys, I have a great idea to start a business. Here, let me pitch it to you. It's called Picture Jeans. It's where a jeans have a see-through pocket on the ass and you can put your family and loved ones' pictures in it. What do you think? And Frieza's just like, uh, and it's like, next time on Dragon Ball Z, Goku is still pitching his idea for Picture Jeans. And by the way, guys, made- guys, guys, I know you don't, you, nobody agrees with me on this, but I think that Lars Ulrich is a really underrated drummer. He's really <laughs> underrated. He's got a lot of personality for a drummer. You may be strong, Frieza, but riddle me this. What's the biggest kind of dog? I'll start. <laughs> a schnauzer. Wait, no, there's more. <laughs> <laughs> Um, so Krillin's staring at Goku and he's like, wow, is that even Goku? He's so strong. And Piccolo's like, oh, fuck, he is strong. (laughs) Oh, Goku got boobs over the summer. (laughs) Uh, so he approaches Frieza and he literally is like, you seem shorter than you did in my thought tank. (laughs) Yeah. What a dumbass, man. (laughs) Just keep that to yourself. Uh, he's like Vegeta owes me a rematch please don't kill him and then Frieza's staring at him and he's like this guy seems familiar and Vegeta goes it's about time you came back Kakarot and Frieza's like Kakarot that's a Saiyan name whoa oh man this is the first time that I realized by the way that like the idea of like that's a Saiyan name is like if he was like like Moskowitz. <laughs> Kakarot, what is that? Greek? <laughs> no, not Greek. <laughs> Ooh, baby, you have such a exotic look about you. Are you a Saiyan? <laughs> I hear their women are so fiery. <laughs> <laughs> I haven't fought any Saiyans, or I haven't fought any Goldsteins since I destroyed that one planet. <laughs> <laughs> oh 
<laughs> oh boy. But yeah, he wears it on his sleeve. He's saying He's like saying excellence. Right. And so Frieza has a whole flashback to that fun time he blew up planet Vegeta and Bardock was there to yell at him. Now Bardock is Goku's dad. Um, here's a question. Keep in mind, dads in Dragon Ball are the same guy, but with slightly taller and with one accessory. I get really confused about the order of movies versus this series. Can someone reminded me in the actual timeline when this happened? Like, I know they happened in the past, but like when the movie come out with this information in it. The movie oh. came out way after. This is a re-edit. Yeah, that's what I thought, because I was like, what the fuck, Kai? Why is this in here right now? No, 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 no. They um, they do a quick tease, because I think that the Bardock movie comes out like pretty soon after this, like in the space between this and like maybe the androids or something like that is when Bardock comes out, because I'm pretty sure that they do a like a very brief tease of him being like, wait, what? He's the Saiyan and whatever, and you see like, I think you only see the shot of Bardock being like... Burned by the gigantic energy ball. They, they put a bandana on Goku and they're like, is that enough for you to pay us $10 for a movie? <laughs> Goku with bandana. Do you like that? It's so funny because I have like a tiny Bardock that I got in like a blind box next to baby Goku. And I'm like, this is just the same guy. <laughs> just the same guy. Literally. The Bardock story is very phoned in. Why would Frieza remember a guy who just like yelled something right before he blew up a planet? <laughs> he doesn't do anything. Anyway, you know, after this boring flashback where they're like, buy the toy, see the movie, he goes, are you ready, saying? And then immediately they go, they go zip zap so quickly and there's a little bit of a kicky. And you're like, oh my god, he kicked Frieza in his dumb baby face. He's got a little pink cheek because he got kicked in the face because he's just a sexy baby and he's all rubbing his dumb kicked in face. Oh, my little face. You didn't say the honorific. You got slapped (laughs) in the face, you dumb bitch. And he's like, that's my move. If you did that in Vegas, you'd get slapped in the face. Yes. Yes, Dallas would slap you in the face, and you're like, I'm sorry, Dallas, I meant to bring you your scouter. <laughs> oh, I checked when it wasn't my turn, Dallas, I'm sorry. He, uh, he rubs his face, and then he uh, gets mad, and he goes, <laughs> uh, you know, everyone's like, Goku, get out of the way. He's gonna do a weird finger beam. Get out of the way. Goku, it looks like he's doing Soldier Boy, but it's a beam. Look out. <laughs> it's not Boy. Soldier Boy. He doesn't know about Soldier Boy. And Goku goes, Don't worry, I'm gonna Superman that hoe. Uh, <laughs> Goku just bats off the finger beam and it goes into a mountain. And uh, nice. it, he doesn't like that. So no, now I don't like that. He does a ton. Frieza does a ton of <laughs> finger beams. Says that's that shit I don't like. Yeah, I would love an edit of Dragon Ball where after every beam, the other guy goes, "I don't like that." <laughs> <laughs> Gallic gun. I don't like that. No, just like sir. Goku staring over his his nose like he does when he's mad. He's just like, "That's that shit I don't like." Mm. Not for me. <laughs> Hard pass. <laughs> <laughs> so, 
so he Frieza does a barrage of finger beams and everything goes red and everyone's like gasping at this oh, barrage shit. of power and oh, then the so many beams. smoke clears <laughs> and while Frieza's smirking he's fine he i even wrote in my notes he's goku you dumb bitch he's fine you dumb bitch <laughs> <laughs> he macarena'd them away he one arm macarena'd them he didn't even have to do the full ha ha yeah, he literally goes, that's not possible with only one hand. And he said, Vogue, Vogue, it's all in the music. <laughs> uh, it's called Ball Frieza. Yes, Some of the most important ball. looks come from it, not the other way around. Basically. Uh, so, uh... There's just that thread I was reading you guys were talking. <laughs> oh, I know. I know it is. Eric Eric is right, but also there's nothing you guys could say to convince him that you yeah, were just going to win. What are- yeah, like... <laughs> <laughs> just like, point. Was, it sucks. I'm yeah, I was like, I don't know what to do here. I'm just going to leave. <laughs> yeah. No, you know, I knew what you were doing, and you shouldn't have been doing it, but I also get what was happening, and then I was like, all right, well, this threat of me just trying to share fun videos got, is done now. You know, you know what was the confusing part was that he was replying to you with responses for me, and that got me confused, and so Katie, I went in further than I would Jeremy. have otherwise. To be fair, to be fair... um, the new threading system on Twitter confuses me endlessly, and I don't yes, know why certain one of my dunks always get buried. I'm like, that dunk <laughs> should have been well known, but only three people saw it. <laughs> uh, anyway, uh, la, 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 la. Uh, he's fine. And, you know, Frieza can't believe he blocked him with one hand. And then that's when Vegeta from his dirt nap wakes up and goes, oh, don't hold back against Goku, Frieza, because he's a Super Saiyan. This is like and the fifth time he's had this monologue. for <laughs> you. And he's My a boy Super is huge. Saiyan. And he's like, just wait. You're going to get a taste of true fear. You're going oh, to eat good- dirt, bitch. <laughs> it's so funny to say that as you're dying because you already said it and was killed. <laughs> he this no self-respect. I thought he no died. Self-respect two other times in this episode before he real dies. Like, yeah. so I already thought he was dead and then he was talking. I'm like, oh, he's alive. It's and- a fucking Kung Pao joke. Mm-hmm. Just because someone says, uh, doesn't mean they're dead. <laughs> yeah. And then Frieza's- I just felt like saying, uh, <laughs> it Fre- feels good. Yeah, because then Frieza zaps him after the speech and I thought this was him being dead for real, but he's, uh, spoiler, he's not. Uh, Krillin- and Gohan gasp, Piccolo sneers, and then Frieza's like, uh, Frieza is like some of my gay friends here, where he goes, oh, Vegeta, I don't like humor very much, but... Yeah, uh, yeah. I yeah. don't like jokes. I don't like <laughs> jokes, and even if I did, you're not very funny. And I was like, oh, bitch. <laughs> Absolutely. Katie, please tell Vegeta I don't like his jokes. Basically. <laughs> <laughs> um... And I'm like, yeah, you know, comedy's not for everyone, Frieza. It's okay. Uh, so, uh, you know, Goku has a stupid speech like, you killed him in cold blood. I'm like, do you not remember everyone in the room's a genocidal maniac? Like, what's going on here? And he's like, I'm Goku. I can't believe you killed him in cold blood. Blah, blah, blah. 
I'm that- Goku. I work security at the Hague. Yeah, basically. All are innocent <laughs> until proven guilty. Vegeta, who is not dead, even though it was presented like he was supposed to be dead, he's like, I'm still here. Don't tell me you're still preaching that mercy bullshit. Stop <laughs> holding back. The only way you can beat him is to harden your heart. And I'm like, ooh, daddy, okay. Like, Don't Using give his up last the fight breath. for global socialism. <laughs> Using his last breath to neg Goku about how he's going to do it. It's also funny because, like, Goku kind of is like, I can never do that, blah, blah, blah. But then Vegeta keeps going, and then both Goku and Frieza are kind of like, could you just, like, shut up? Shut up and die. You're dead. (laughs) And he's like, no, you don't understand. Here's a flashback of me with my dad killing children. Yeah, now they do a flashback of baby Vegeta blowing up planets with his dad and okay i said this a couple episodes ago but when vegeta was a baby he was blowing up full planets with very little effort so why is this even an issue right now i think they had a gun for that (laughs) they had like a like a death star a saiyan death star i don't know or maybe a bunch of them all did it (laughs) But in the shot, it's literally just Vegeta doing it. Yeah, but if you look if you look at the explosions, they come from the base of the planet. <laughs> okay. And then <laughs> I think that we, there's a lot to this that maybe we're not exploring. And it also shows Frieza with his dad, who again, dads, just to emphasize this, are just taller versions of the same model with an accessory. Yeah. Yes, um, in this case, a goatee. It is good to be reminded that Dragon Ball is essentially a show about fathers and their many disappointments it's true it's about the (laughs) sins of the father Uh, but this is setting up something that pays off in a few episodes which is the the lore of the super saiyan super saiyans have to be pure of heart for around five minutes and then they're like no they don't actually vegeta's one now (laughs) anyone (laughs) can be one uh they just didn't try hard enough before (laughs) It doesn't actually matter, and uh, it doesn't really have to be that traumatizing what happens to you. It can just be that you're mad that you're not Super Saiyan, whatever, he's the other cool guy. Yeah, by the time Goten is around, it's just uh, that you uh, saw someone else do it, and then you can do it even though you're six. Which, again, makes it so fucking funny that all those loser chuds were so mad about the girls going Super Saiyan because it's like a feeling in your back. It's like that's as valid as any other reason. Literally anybody but Goku has gone Super Saiyan. I love it so much because it's like up to that point, it's like it's about rage. And then the women are like. No, "No, (laughs) it's actually you're doing something else. It's like, actually, you just tense up when you're pissed. So Mm. it's just. You know you, you can just see muscle. <laughs> you know you can just has like super in it. You can just stretch <laughs> your back a little bit. If you stretch, <laughs> like, anyone can do it. Really, yeah, <laughs> it's easy and it's fun. Uh, it's, it's actually public health that we all go Super Saiyan. I yeah. recommend you try now, it. <laughs> legendary style—that's a different thing altogether. Legendary style Super Saiyan, you have to be pissed. You yeah. have to be pissed. Also, you maybe need uh, to use a, a, a rope or some kind of like tie-off system. <laughs> Jelking is a big part of legendary style. Ew. <laughs> all right. So uh, they come back from the flashback, and Frieza's like. Uh, there's no way to, to get Vegeta to shut up. We need to, j- and then he, uh, he, hey, Vegeta, shut up. 
still <laughs> is talking. He's still like, Goku, I need to tell you what happened to Planet Vegeta Vegeta. I'm Vegeta, and Planet Vegeta, where all the Saiyans live, it wasn't a meteorite, it was Frieza. And even Quick after. Ask me what my dad's name is. It's Vegeta. <laughs> and he's like, and even after we served him, he uh, disposed of us like common trash. And he cries. He starts openly weeping. Yeah. And over it's not the, just like a tear this. down his face or nothing. He's like making cry sounds and stuff. Ooh. He's really. Ooh. <laughs> Ooh. He I is... wanted to be the Super Saiyan. <laughs> He's ugly crying over the Saiyan race as like a lady singer is like, oh, no, 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 no. And he's like, I'm going to throw up. I'm going to throw up. And he's uh, he's like, uh, he's crying. And he's like, please. Also, this part important to add is reanimated. By and the Nickelodeon staff, good. it looks yeah. like shit. There's like, <laughs> yeah. I think like fifty percent of this a, episode is those shitty animated cuts. There was a ton of reanimated cuts in this one, and boy, do they look! They look like they were made in Flash. Like, yeah. yeah, it looks like absolute ass. They got it from Newgrounds. The yeah, Vegeta it looks crying like, game. Yeah, it's like oh, it, Newgrounds, <laughs> fuck Goku dating simulator and Kai reedit. Like, right. <laughs> He's actually crying from pleasure in the original draft, but <laughs> in this, it's different. Vegeta begs, please beat him for me, for the pride of our race. He must die by a Saiyan hand. And then Frieza kills him for real. And then everyone's like, finally, fuck. <laughs> God yeah. damn, that went on. <laughs> Just yap, 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 yap. My what God. a good guy. His last words, we must secure a future for white children. <laughs> Oh, by the way, this is the first time I think I've noticed that like every time he says race, it's completely interchangeable for species. There's absolutely no way yeah. for that. There's no reason for them to have said race. At it's zippy. <laughs> Zip it sounds good. Okay. <laughs> we must maintain the purity of our race. <laughs> Yikes. Uh, why? Why isn't it this is an American tub? You race just mixing say species. is communism. <laughs> <laughs> Some races have more of a right to exist than others. <laughs> Frieza's like, oh, I hate it when he talks eugenics. Enough of this horror show. And then Goku goes, for you to cry like a little bitch and ask me to secure a future for our white children makes me understand... <laughs> That I have to do this, and you're a dumb baby, but I will do this. And then right. I wasn't gonna beat Frieza before, but now I'm gonna now beat Frieza. Me, I gotta do it. <laughs> <laughs> Just because he tried to kill my son, that was one thing. But when a dude, guy I you, hate died, <laughs> if you try to kill my freaking son, dude, I go off. <laughs> <laughs> but only the third time. Only the third time. I ask you very nicely to stop first. <laughs> Bro, I freaking hate when people try to kill my son. <laughs> um, oh, God. Uh, so then we cut to King Kai, who's still hanging out with the Dead Sea Boys, kind of giving them the play-by-play, and he's like, Vegeta is dead. And everyone's like, oh, no. And I'm like, oh, okay. <laughs> and then uh, Yamcha, 
is like, fuck, this sucks shit. And then. Party foul! <laughs> yeah, like, it's so unnecessary. <laughs> and then King Kai's like, Goku has to fight no matter the cost. And they're like, oh, fuck. That's it. They yeah, what's away. going on down there? I can't really see anything. <laughs> I'm still dead. Goku makes a fist and does an angry eye beam, Superman style, into the ground so he can gingerly bury Vegeta into a shallow grave. <laughs> Big fan of that. Big Goku- fan of the Goku grave feature <laughs> added in. <laughs> he buries him, and as he does it, he's like, now it is time for me to share that pride with the world <laughs> and with myself <laughs> i have a saying for all the dead people i gotta defeat you frieza and then frieza says i would just love to see you try cutie i would love i that. love to watch you walk away and i love to watch you try to kill me and then <laughs> the announcer comes on he's like fuck the flame of pride all right, you know what's up next time. On you know what it is. You've seen the show already. <laughs> Nobody's I've watching w- this for the first time. <laughs> I've wasted enough of your time. <laughs> <laughs> well, folks, let's uh, rate the episode. And uh, what time is it? Alex? Do an email. Come on. It's almost exactly an hour. We can do an email. Oh, boy. All right. Uh, yeah, let's rate the episode. Do an email and get out of here. Out of seven Dragon Balls. Katie. Um, I like the last stuff in this episode, but the, oh, there's a lot of redrawing and a lot of like rehashing the same shit, which I found a little annoying. But there is some good Frieza lines. I'm gonna give it five out of seven. Nice. Alex. So this was a conflicting episode for me because the first half was so solid when he was deflecting the beams and voguing. And then it really dropped off very aggressively and just became Vegeta annoying people until he was killed. And so I will give it three and a half out of seven because it was half of a perfect episode. Yeah, I similarly going to give it a very low score. (laughs) Um, Not a lot happened. And um, uh, yeah, at least half of this episode was was redrawn. Looked like absolute shit. And um, yeah, I don't fucking like that. And it sucked and was bad. It sucked and it was bad, and, and they didn't really fight that much. And uh, Yeah, actually, I'd like to drop my score to a four. <laughs> <laughs> Upon review. Sorry, uh, it actually it's fucking been, sucked. It's, it's actually been locked in. It's been marked in the book. No! <laughs> I think you'll see you've, you've said for the record it was five, so it was five. Oh, yeah. I want the curve uh, to you actually reflect this my opinions. <laughs> yeah, so unfortunately, due to our very low score, uh, uh, Shenron will have to be put down. Yeah, Shenron's <laughs> J-O. <laughs> um, all right, let's uh, quick email. It's time for Dragon Mail. Give me some of that Dragon Mail. This email is from, I think, first time writer in uh, Danielle McOrmond. Danielle. Dear Alex, Katie, and Jeremy. Hi. Hello. I was wondering. Hi. Have you guys ever taken a Myers-Briggs test to find out your personality types? No. <gasps> I have never, no. Uh, I, I would you, love to. I could tell you my uh, my chart. <laughs> no, no, that's not what they're asking. No, if no. You haven't, if you haven't, here are my best guesses as to what your types are. Okay. 
All right, I like where this is I going. I love this question. <laughs> uh, Jeremy, INTJ, a.k.a. The Architect. Oh. Out of the three Ballin' Out super hosts, Jeremy is both the most practical and the most organized, <laughs> doing a lot of the behind-the-scenes work to make both Ballin' Out Super and other projects happen. Wow. While many can come up with fun ideas, it takes an INTJ like him to both visualize and seek out the efficient path to results. Jeremy's also the quickest to make logical connections, fast learner, great with data. While he is quiet, you can tell he has a rich inner world. <laughs> Which is fantastic for a podcast, by the way. Uh, Jeremy definitely is People love a rich quiet. inner world on the mic. I love, I love, listen, most of this is true, but Jeremy is, is very loud, especially with a couple of cocktails in him. He's <laughs> only quiet compared to me and Katie. That's not a normal situation. Um, okay. INTJ Miller, is that anything? I am TJ uh, I am Miller. the architect. I created the Matrix. Is that something? <laughs> okay, I think I think we're gonna. Wait, tell I I am TJ Miller. I invented the Matrix and also raped somebody. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. That's right. <laughs> Enjoy right. Deadpool. All right, Katie INFP, aka the Mediator. Oh no. <laughs> Katie has outstanding intrapersonal intelligence. While laid back, she is incredibly in touch with her personal values and is the first to make her opinions known. Placing a lot of emphasis on individual identity, she's a champion for the idea of living life your own way, regardless of what is mainstream. Katie like is Stevie also, <laughs> Katie is also exceptional at reading complex emotional situations and deciding whether someone deserves understanding or addressing down for being a jackass. I would say this is mostly accurate, except that I am not even a little bit laid back. <laughs> <laughs> I was going to say, yeah, laid back is not a word. But besides that, the rest of this is true. If you can just put like little neurotic chocolate sprinkles on top. Or tight. like change laid back to like snoozy. <laughs> right, <I'm>, snoozy. <laughs> what, my, uh, one of my partners the other day said, Katie, you're not lazy, you're loungy. I'm like, ooh, okay, rebranding. Right, yeah. Rebranding. That's a fun rebrand, yeah. Sleepy bitch. <laughs> I'm just meow, a meow. dumb, sleepy bitch who loves <laughs> sleeping. Getting snoozy. Um, Alex, ENFP. AKA the Inspirer. Great. <laughs> Alex's enthusiasm for life is a powerful force to be reckoned with. You are a force. Got to admit, yeah, Alex is dripping with joie de vie. <laughs> <laughs> Alex, you actually you took the personality test and got Angel of Music. <laughs> My angel music. <laughs> you got angel from hell. Cause it's so random. It's like a Sing my angel from hell. <laughs> random. <laughs> random. That's really good. Cass Barbadoro did my uh, tarot once <clears throat> when we were taking mushrooms, and uh, she drew the trumpet for me, which means some tarot fucking thing. And she was like, "Alex is a trumpet because he's so fucking loud." That's how I read tarot. He's a trumpet. The card isn't the trumpet, but yes, I I know that is. But that is how I read tarot. Also, is when I when I see like I'll just say what it is instead of there's like tarot meanings for all the cards or whatever. But my 
when I read people's cards, I just say like, yeah, it's because you're loud. Yeah, you're some fucking trumpet. Oh, no, to clarify, I got like three cards in a row that were like death. And here I am with the novel coronavirus one year later. I draw a card every year uh, on New Year's to like set my intentions. And the one I got this year was, I forget, it's one of the sword cards where you're in a tomb and the basic thing is like isolation and sadness and i'm like well that sucks and then it turned out it was everybody's card so see but the thing is katie katie you need to when you're reading your cards like the if you read the the description of them in the little books or whatever you know you're gonna see the sword ones and it's gonna be like bad things trauma sad but in reality you look at it and you're like this is like a cool metal album so i'm gonna go ahead and interpret this as sick stuff is gonna happen to me yeah no i I agree (laughs) with that (laughs) oh yeah it was the four of swords which is like basically like you're gonna be alone but like basically it was just saying a pandemic's coming but you'll be fine you're a snoozy bitch (laughs) yeah (laughs) take a nap bitch all right alex's (laughs) enthusiasm for life is a powerful force to reckon with he is as adventurous with his own imagination as he is open-minded with others, allowing him to effortlessly riff and explore the humorous what-ifs of any idea. What While guarding his own emotions with an aloof and wacky facade. Wow, that's a hard read. (laughs) I will say... Damn this Myers-Briggs cutting to the core of me. Out of all my goofy golden retriever or like looney tunes motherfuckers in my life alex actually has a real person in there like i i have had real conversations with him like he's a real boy he's not like these other people that i'm like i'm so sad someone in my family died and they're like beep beep ribby ribby like like uh, what did he die of being gay yeah exactly like fucking own like the many times i have been dumped and then had to go record this podcast alex was very nice to me each time <laughs> these are glowing reviews he's i will be good, taking the test he's yeah, a good while, friend while guarding his own emotions with an aloof and waggy facade alex is a great friend oh. who is quick to brighten people's day with a creative joke or funny story hope you enjoyed and best wishes humble listener and recent pay pig squee squee, squee. that was really fun that was a fun, fun email. Send us more shit like that. Yeah, That's that, fun. That, that ruled. I didn't expect it to go so deep. I love that shit. <laughs> Read us. See into my window that? soul, bitch. What was the other thing that somebody said about me when they wrote in? It was like, Alex isn't afraid to say anything. Oh, yeah. There was somebody who was like, he was like, uh, Alex is like a, a scatter shot. <laughs> like a sawn-off he, shotgun of riffs. <laughs> he doesn't care if there's a joke there or not. He's gonna keep talking. <laughs> While we're um before we close out the show, when we're still in the fan portion, uh Disco State from the Discord sent us anime stickers to my house. So they sent us Sailor Moon stickers and Dragon Ball Z stickers, and they're really cute. So I'll like split them up and send you guys the. Well, I have like a whole package. I keep buying Jeremy's baby presents as like a way of <laughs> dealing with my anxiety. So I went from having like one thoughtful homemade gift to like a pile of shit I'm giving you. So I'll just <laughs> put that on top. It's just come by, honestly. Yeah, I'm, it's going to happen. Uh, we can figure it out. Yeah. You can put the stickers on my grave. (laughs) (laughs) So thank you for the stickers. We should get a P.O. box. I want more stickers. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Hey, yeah. We'll see if the USPS survives long enough. Yeah. Whoops. We'll get an Amazon delivery box so you can send us stickers. (laughs) 
Well, thank you for writing in, and um, yeah, I don't know. Plugs is that that's what we do now, right, Alex? Plug that's plug what in. we do now, Jeremy. Thanks. Um, thanks for listening to the Ballin' Out Super Dragon Ball Z podcast. You can always subscribe for a bonus episode every week and help keep Jeremy's baby alive. Also, I have two other podcasts: Pod Damn America and Theater of Delights. New season coming soon. You can follow me on Twitter at Patak Jokes, and that is Happy Thanksgiving. Plug a plug a choo choo. You can find me at Twitter at Katie Rose or on Instagram at Oh Hello Katie Rose. Uh, Last Words has taken the week off for Gobble Gobble Thanksgiving, the least metal holiday of the year. So please go back and watch some of our old videos. They're really fun. The last couple of ones last week, we had Dominic from the band Nothing uh, come on and talk about Shoegaze's relation to the metal scene and basically shout out one of my co-hosts for not liking Smashing Pumpkins. And uh, the week before, we had Nate Garrett from Spirit of Drift talk about his Dave Mustaine conspiracy. So you guys go check those out. And then tell all your friends that Katie uh, is so good at producing content and they should hire her because she's so broke. Okay. (laughs) I'll do anything. Wow. Well, folks, find me on Twitter at Jeremy Thunder and... um, my other podcast, Generation Loss, has been getting pretty good lately. Nice. And, um, nice. And of course, as always, hands up, hands baby up. Nico. Spirit it's only a matter of weeks now, folks. It's so close. It's so fucking close. I can taste it. Baby. All right, that's it for this, this week. Baby. Join us next week. Super. Super. Yeah. Recording one of two. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>